0: cocktail party is in the books Georgia comes out victorious and yet the sky is falling everything is horrible we're losing to Tennessee and Kentucky and more than likely Georgia Tech because we can't stop turnover over the ball goodness gracious that escalated quickly (laughs) and that's overreaction time here we go here Here we we go on podcast network your team every day
1: you are locked on Bulldogs your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, friends? I am Daniel. He is Clint. This is the Locked On Bulldogs Podcast. I'm having none of that cold open. I'm just going to ignore it. I'm going to zag. I'm going to go the other direction. I refuse to even participate in such in such you lunacy, know, it's, debauchery. It's the the uh, All right, listen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being here, subscribing. Florida fans, we know you're still there. We know you're oh, in the comments. We know oh, you're still you're watching still the here. pod religiously like you were all week this week. You're still here. Um, <clears throat> Listen, the cocktail party is over. People are excited to talk about Tennessee. Tennessee fans are here. Welcome, Tennessee fans. I'm What's not up, gonna y'all? speak about you at all this podcast because you are not relevant to me or my university. Okay. What's relevant is that our little brother, Florida, mm, cannot say- get up off the mat. You understand? They're down mm-hmm. and they and we've got our foot on their head. Okay, and they okay. they yeah. are unable to rise up off oh, the ground. Oh, look!
0: I don't know how many graduate assistants. I don't know how many social media people
1: they got. I don't know how many uh-huh. support staff they. Somebody named Katie that apparently is real significant, real real significant addition. I feel bad for her because I, I guarantee do you
0: she's a she's a very kind. And she loving didn't do gal. anything wrong. She did nothing. She caught a stray.
1: From Florida fans, from her own fan base, which yeah. is such a shame. Look, y- y- um, you know who else called a stray? Anthony Richardson. You know what the stray's name was? Jamon Dumas Johnson. Ooh. That was it. okay. 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 Um,
0: because here's the thing all of them graduate yeah, assistants, me. all Talk them support staff mm-hmm.
1: are going to have
0: the toughest time well, in the world did. scraping mm-hmm. up the roadkill mm-hmm. that yeah. is Florida program after we come after Kirby, who just says, Boom, you yeah. motherless people, mm-hmm. mm. you you motherless mm. people. Kirby says, "Boom!" I have brought the boomstick, and it is yep. loud. And that's exactly it's, what happened.
1: Listen, Kirby not chopping cilantro over there. Kirby just, Kirby just there ain't no cilantro. He's doing some, he's okay. doing some other, he's doing some other kitchen oh, it preparation moves. It that's He's chopping wood. That's <laughs> what he's trying to do over there. Okay, that's exactly now, what what is doing? Listen, um. Billy Napier runs a a joke of a program at Florida. He's Dan Mullen 2.0. He,
0: he's the exact... They believe replicare. that they've
1: upgraded. And I don't want to say mean things about people on the podcast. It's not really what the podcast is about. Okay? But Anthony Richardson is Reggie Ball 2.0. And if you don't think that's true, go back and watch him throw it out of bounds on purpose twice... On fourth down, (laughs) it's fourth down. If if he throws an incompletion, it goes to us. It he is one of the worst SEC quarterbacks I've seen since Fatone Bauta in the Georgia Florida game all those years ago. Look, (laughs) listen, Anthony. But that's the thing is, this is their choice. This is the guy they want. We had. He's not the. We had no option. Their back is not against the wall here this is their heisman trophy that's right this man cannot throw he cannot throw clint to save his life no daniel no florida is uh, florida's down they're not coming back anytime soon georgia owns this series Mm. georgia owns Mm. this rivalry georgia owns the city of jacksonville urban meyer and steve spurrier are ghosts they are just a thing of the distant distant past look you're talking as, about 1980 let's talk about steve spurrier being relevant to college football as like, far because
0: as urban meyer's yacht is from the the nearest mm, coast guard station as, that's right, how far right you are from relevance florida that's, fan
1: Florida is not coming back anytime soon. Georgia owns this rivalry. Georgia owned this game with the exception of a very concentrated portion right at the beginning of the second half. So, Clint, I'm going to give you the choice. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that first, that portion of the game? Or do you want to talk about the rest of the game? Because we're going to talk about both on the podcast today. Of course. Which one do you want to cover first?
0: We're going to give the loyal third segment. Listeners are saltiness. We're gonna let them going take to say the salty. That. We're gonna going save hang that. hang on to it. Okay. We're gonna hang on. I'm gonna jump in, and I'm gonna. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to gush oh, please over please. probably please two gush. or three players. Because you,
1: you sent me some text today that you want to talk about Urban Meyer's yacht. you sent me some text today that let's. My M Dubs thought he was bracing himself for my text <laughs> for the game, but I forgot to. I forgot to pad up for some of your takes, Clint, because no, let's, I mean, no. should we talk about, should we talk about the first Georgia tight end to have 150 yards mm. receiving in the game since Randy McMichael? Should we talk about him? Clint be still my look here. I'll give you a little, his name's Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. His name's
0: JDJ. Mm-hmm. His name's Brock Bowers, mm-hmm. Branson Robinson, we're gonna to get to all of them. We're gonna get I'll, right after this. But first one you to know about Bet Online. Bet Online is your sports book experts. They have everything that you need. Danny and I made some change happening mm. this weekend. Mm. We made you some coin. We made Boy, some that, coin. Under, Did you, that under. Nah, you that under that
1: was harsh. Look, not at the UGA. Oh. We're not to that point. That's for the third segment. Sorry. That's, That's third hard. third segment third. listeners get the saltiness. For the third segment. Bet Online
0: is your sports book experts they have the official yeah, sports book of Locked On Bulldogs, Locked On Podcasts everywhere. They're safe, they're reliable. All the lines, all the over-unders that you need, all your hard earned cash should go to BetOnline Online. because uh, they are, like I said, the official sports book podcast or, or uh, sports book of this podcast and locked on bulldogs. Get over there right now.
1: Tennessee Daniel. fans, glad you're still here. You're still not relevant. We're not talking about you. Let's talk about Jalen Carter. He's Ooh. back. And he seems, um, uh, how do I say, healthy, Clint. He's, he appears he's healthy. healthy. He's very, he's very mobile. Healthy. He's moving oh. well.
0: Oh, swiveling hips and getting upfield and taking blockers with him. You could Violence. put two on him. You could put three on him. Look, I know last year we saw Jordan Davis get double-team, triple-team, and it freed up everybody else. I see Jalen Carter hunting
1: double-teams, asking for it. Picking up guards and taking them with him as that's he takes right.
0: on a tackle.
1: Jordan Davis, big difference between 99 and 88. Jordan Davis used to get double teamed so other people could make the tackle. 88 gets double teamed so that he can make the tackle. That's, that's the difference between those two men. It doesn't uh, sound logical, but it's true. But watch the tape. Jalen Carter is a beast. He is a difference maker. Yep. He is the best defensive player in all of college football. Yep. And the fact that he's back and healthy is a huge boon. Now he didn't play he didn't play all the snaps today. No. Right. No, no, he no. was used specifically and in certain packages. He was used a lot on third downs. So he he didn't play all the snaps, but the fact that he was out there and how he looked when he was out there. I mean, Ooh. jumping over Ooh. people, pursuing down the field, running yep. to the sidelines. You saw things out of him that made you think okay, he's not 80% out there. He feels good. They limited the pitch count today for Jalen.
0: This was a but he this was feels a good trial run, forward.
1: Forward, Smolmand and also back and um, making impacts looked good yes, sir. in terms of players returning from injury. Those two were huge for the defense. Look, I've I came on this podcast a
0: number of years ago, and Roquan Smith was my favorite Georgia okay. Bulldog.
1: Let's talk about the captain, though. Let's if we could. The, let's talk about the captain.
0: I, I, Roquan Smith was my first love of a player. I love the program. Sure. I love the coach. I love the sure. team. I love the story, all of that. But, but Roquan Smith has a, and then I, I set eyes on this lad named Nicobe Dean. And I said, Oh,
1: Oh,
0: Oh my. Oh, he's going to bring Here's a new thing. Here's a, here's new, new, a new flavor new of the month. And he's yeah. going to bring in a national championship. Okay. He did that. And then I look at JDJ and I said, who was before this man? Cause it, I don't care. Because
1: Nicobe Dean and physical and was
0: new. not this good when he was JDJ's year and, and progress in the program. If yeah. you were to take the timeline of these two, Nicobe Dean, Roquan Smith, and JDJ, JDJ is well ahead. Dumas Johnson, well ahead of mm-hmm. those other guys. I don't know what his ceiling is. Those other two have all career I mean, ceilings. Correct, Right. But so far, the tape, the physicality, the speed... The, the absolute violence tells me he's his in, he's in every ceiling ball. is high. Every he's in play. the right
1: spot on every play. Now, he doesn't have the elite speed that Roquan or Nakobe had. And you saw that. Etn beat him to the sideline. Got to the sideline. He side a bad angle. Yeah. He, but, but he's got enough speed, and he's got that physicality, and he just Ooh. hits the hole. He... He's in on every play, Clint. You, you cannot overstate it when a guy's in on every play. That's not luck. and no. That's not skill. No. Nope. That's intelligence. That's what that is. That's knowing more than the rest of the players on the field know. That's how you get into every tackle. That's how you are meeting the running back in every hole. Th- that's what it means. Like That's what JDJ has, and that's what makes him stand out and makes him such an asset and such a weapon on this defense. Most valuable player on the defense, Clint. And well, not even close. That's not trying to take anything away from Christopher Smith, who, by the way, was a freaking animal in this game <laughs> Heat today. Heat-seeking
0: missile. He had Richard LeCount downhill tackling ability, but he has
1: Christopher Which Smith. was not his game. No. That was no. not his game. Lucine was supposed to do that. Yes, Christopher Smith is supposed to be the kind of the heady center field floor general. Make sure everybody's lined up well. Pretty decent ball skills, but he's angry at some people this year. Oh, he's Smith coming is. for
0: blood, Daniel.
1: People now just now realizing this is a top one or two round draft I, pick in the NFL. I'm just trying to tell you, listen to the podcast
0: preseason. Preseason said this this cat's going to sneak up. He's going to be a scene ascension in this coming draft.
1: We say a lot of dumb things on the we podcast. do, we do, we do, we get that. But that one, this one, wasn't that dumb. Okay. I'm holding on to that. We we
0: definitively called DeAndre Baker a not lockdown corner.
1: Okay, we say some dumb things, but. We also say some not things. We um, also called someone else a lockdown corner. But maybe third segment. Third thing. segment.
0: Saltiness comes in third segment. Daniel. Oh, I can we? T- okay. Can
1: we, can talk, we talk about, about the about- offense? Can we talk about Bark Bowers? For for the love of God. I mean, what are we doing out here? He, What's guys, the podcast so far? He doesn't miss
0: on anything. Blocking? Yeah. Check. Every big run that Branson Robinson, that that McIntosh, that mm-hmm. Dejon broke— I guarantee you, Big O and Brock were key were in blocking there. out in front. They were in there. What about a busted, horrible thrown, way under thrown Should ball? have been picked. Should have been picked. Concentration and soft hands to just...
1: The house. Clint, I want to take you all the way back to the first quarter of the game and the very first catch that he had. Mm-hmm. Mm. This was back when Stetson was playing well. He threw it right over... A man's head, it, uh-huh, and uh-huh. Brock went up and high pointed that football with a man draped all over him. A uh, big twenty five yard gain down the field, setting up the first uh, the first touchdown of the game. Brock Bowers is such an elite weapon. Clint, the University of Georgia has never seen anything like him. Never, never. He's ever. eighth in career touchdowns right now. He's played one and a half seasons.
0: Just hold on. I want to make sure you understand this. So if in the entirety of the history program of Georgia, in the touchdown
1: We've been forward category, passing it for a while. Okay. Okay. I, okay. Yep. And of all those receiving touchdowns.
0: And this, was, this is a man who's currently in a system in which players leave early. To go to the draft. So these are incorporating all the people that have been there for four years, five years on some cases. Yep. And he in one and a half seasons. One and a half
1: years is eighth. Is
0: eighth. Okay.
1: he He's coming okay. for every record in the Georgia yeah. receiving record books.
0: The, barring a cataclysmic injury, he has them. Just he, ju, being pedestrian Brock Bowers from here on out. Like. For the next year and a half, he
1: has them. He can't be stopped. No. He's every no. defensive coordinator's number one circled player. Do you understand on the that sheet? when he gets
0: tackled, even I noticed this this game? When he gets tackled, no one has ever squared him up. I know that sounds weird. I know that's odd, but like just think about what that means for the for athletic— He never takes hit
1: over, and, and he goes over the middle all the time. Now and that's he not. He never luck. takes a big hit. That's that must not be luck. luck, Clint. No, it must it's be not lucky.
0: luck. That is that is twitchiness. That is speed. That is knowledge. That is awareness of your surroundings. It, it's I it's can't lead athleticism.
1: Is what I can't describes. tell
0: you again what that describes. But when you when people miss on you, other high caliber elite defenders, Some would m- say, "Whiff on you." Yeah, that's that's not a their problem. That's you've become a problem for them. That's yeah. and that's what Brock Bowers is.
1: If you are a defensive lineman and you are playing against Georgia, yes, I urge you, for your own sake, mm. do not jump off sides. No, because Stetson Bennett will see you, uh-huh. and when he gets that ball, he ain't going to throw it to no one else. He's just going to huck towards where nineteen is. He down there somewhere he down there and guess what he's going to do Clint he going to catch it he, he going to come, come down he going to come down with it it's he, okay he's a weapon the likes of which Georgia has not seen in a while
0: daniel uh, you you texted me a couple weeks ago <laughs> you said you didn't think branson you, you said Branson's is not elite
1: okay, i've talking, seen elite okay 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 I said i he's not elite yet i okay, said thank compare you, him thank you, to thank other you. Freshman running backs we've seen at Georgia in the last five years and their freshman year, Ty Gurley, Nick Chubb, mm-hmm. compare mm-hmm. him to these guys that we've seen play as a freshman, and he ain't there. I give you, I,
0: I, I offer now to you this mm. mea culpa, mm. this blank slate. If you want to take it, Daniel. Okay.
1: Well, after seeing Branson Robinson get several carries in this game, which I was told he was not going to get any carries since we're talking about what people, <laughs> what people said to other people. Branson Robinson has got it. Mm-hmm. Kenny Mack's the best runner on this team. Hands down. And he has really improved. And so I know we're talking about Branson Robinson here. This is a Branson Robinson little segment, and that's fine. We, we are big fans of Branson Robinson. But it shouldn't go any longer without it, coming, without it being stated on this podcast. Kenny Mack used to be a liability in the run game, in the Bonafide. turn and handoff run game. Yes. Weapon in the passing game, liability in the run game. He is the best runner now on this team, even surpassing Dejan Edwards, who is yes. a, who is a heck of a runner. But in terms of just elite twitch, burst, Ooh. Ooh. and that intangible mmm. Type of thing when Mm -hmm. when you see a running back, and if you're a Georgia fan, you've seen plenty of, "Mm." and so you know what that is. It's he's got it. This kid's got 22's got it. So
0: 22 has it: balance, contact, balance, physicality, elite burst, corner, get around the. We're going to continue to see it develop. Everything
1: we're going to continue to see it develop, and once he starts to get a bulk of the carries, it's a great problem to have right now because he's. Kendall Milton's still out, yes, with this injury. Yes, and so I know that Branson's not—he's not just third on the depth chart. But while Kendall's out, so let's just talk about that
0: next. Next, probably four weeks.
1: He's slotted himself right in to a DeAndre Swift type role, where he's going to get yes, significant sir. carries, but a but a much diminished carry. But when he comes in. He's going to be running, yeah, with a little extra hookspa. You know what I'm oh. saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. Because yeah. the one and two backs are going to be carrying the bulk of the load, but Branson, Branson's the guy to watch. Yeah. He may bust a big one here before too long in this in this 2022 season because um, he's got it, Clint. The kid's oh. got it.
0: Oh, I know he has it, Daniel. He has everything. Look, the offense performed very well. The defense performed out of their minds. There was a couple of bad positions that they got into, Mm -hmm. which brings us, Daniel.
1: Before we get there, okay. Eight out of the last twelve. Okay. Five out of the last six. Say more. All time series lead by 10-plus, no matter who you allow to count what football games are actual football games. When when two football teams go and play, we call that a football game. But I think so. Even if you don't count two football teams playing as a football game, still overall series lead of 10-plus. And so, mm. yeah, Florida fan, pick an arbitrary number of years and you tell me it. about how dominant your team is because... In the 90s, when none of these kids were even thinking about being born yet. No one knows. No one gives a crap about who Steve Spurrier is. Who's Danny Werfel? cares about who who those people are. None of these kids care about who Tim Tebow is. Do you know who they care about? Who's that? Kirby Smart. That's who they care about. Oh, they care. Because he makes them money and he wins them championships. And that is something that Florida is not on the heel, is not on the cusp of. And you just, Clint, you just love to see it. You, you
0: love, love to, to see, see it. it. Look now, if you were forced to go to Florida, or you were forced to be a Florida fan, I would have pity on you. I would be like, oh yeah, this is a really, this is a really bad situation for you. But that's not the case, Daniel. You you're choosing. You you're that. choosing this. That's on you. That's on, it's you. on you. Okay. It's on you. Okay. Uh, loyal third segment listeners, come back for the saltiness right after this.
1: How's that Georgia sweatshirt? Like that? How's that? How's that XL? <laughs> Glenn, that's going to be. That's,
0: <laughs> that's going to be rather large on it's somebody go- else. Tomorrow. It's going to.
1: It's going. It's going to look nice though. <laughs> it's going to look so nice. It's going to look nice. Okay. Um, Georgia was very good in this game. Yes, they were. Except for the. Except for the moments when Georgia. Was actually not sort of bad, but Georgia was really bad for a little while in this awful. game. Awful. Okay, do you want to start with the offense or the defense? I'm I, giving you all the choices today. Offense. Okay. Stetson Bennett was awful in the entire second half. He was. I, don't quote stats at me, please, please. I don't care about them. Do yourself a favor. Uh huh. I know the stats. Please do not quote stats at me. He was over 300 yards. He, I, take okay. the Brock Bowers offsides, long touched or long, it mm. wasn't a touchdown, but take the Brock Bowers offsides, chuck it downfield, and Brock Bowers makes a play. Take that play out okay. and look at the entire second half. Stetson Bennett made almost every wrong decision. Literally. He made almost every throw he made was a bad throw was
0: behind above, not, not ahead. It was late, delayed
1: and behind the receiver by a good one to two feet. Or if he didn't do one of those first two things, he threw it directly to the university of Florida. Yep. He was very, like he was very bad. Now this is not either of us calling for Stetson Bennett to be benched or something like that. I think there's so much PTSD in the Georgia fan base that like, we're not allowed to say what's true, without no. coming across no. as if like we're trying to pull Stetson Bennett. Or like he's not the best option at quarterback. He's not very good at quarterback. He was pretty good in this game all yes. around. The the Dom Blaylock interception was not Stetson's fault. Was... Stetson made an unbelievable throw. Probably Beautiful, his best throw of the day yes. on that play. The Florida defensive player made one of the best plays I've ever seen a defensive back just make a, on a single ball.
0: Ha- there is a couple times in life Daniel where you can perfectly defend a pass and there's nothing you could do that was this he perfectly I, defended the pass a perfect pass there's nothing you could do all he did is after take the ball away. that he just literally wrestled a ball out as they were doing gymnastics going out of bounds well, it it was a Unbelievable was play unreal. not
1: Stetson's fault no nope. in the second half though Stetson Bennett was awful he was on the run-pass options, he was throwing My it when gosh, he should have why? been handing it off. Why? And every throw was behind. He threw it 10 feet over Darnell Washington's head. Almost should have been intercepted. He's
0: six, seven.
1: That ball should have almost been intercepted again. The offense struggled because Stetson Bennett struggled. The run game in the offensive line was actually very good in the oh, second half. Carried the team. Outrageous. But in that third quarter, the offense mightily struggled because Stetson Bennett mightily struggled. He looked, he looked scary bad in that game or in that third quarter. Liability,
0: game. liability bad. It would have been better. We made a joke that Iowa. I think ESPN proved or something like that. Iowa would have been better off last week just punting on every first down. They would have had a closer margin of mm-hmm. uh, uh, loss defeat. It would have been better if we would have ran the ball. Literally, every play in the second half. If we half. had
1: announced what play we were running, the which run play it was, and then run it anyway, every single down. That's how bad game. he was.
0: Okay, we can't only dwell on him because I no I,
1: because I need you to yep. talk about Malachi I got to a call, for a second. I,
0: I have yeah. to do this. It has to come from somebody you love, Malachi. So let me be the one. Okay, <laughs>
1: somebody who loves you. Yes. <laughs> so let's, yes. Let's yes. Get exactly. The wording right. That's, exactly.
0: Um. You played like you were a first year, way out ahead of your, out in front of your skis, have no clue what's going on, lost in translation, freshman in the SEC, and it was embarrassing. You sucked up on plays that you should not have any business sucking up on. Oh,
1: up on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I I stopped listening to you after the first two words of that sentence, and I was fine with it. I you like, I you, thought of, sucked. I thought
0: you sucked. You <laughs> sucked. Literally, that's where you were going. Like, so no, he uh, he was coming down. You were describing how, it. Like I was were, okay. I was trying to give okay. more Sorry. analysis other than just that you play bad. Um, but he was he was awful in this game, Daniel. Every, he was letting people behind him uh, tackling. He, he made a fair amount of tackles, but there was a couple of tackles that he he whiffed on. Um, at, and and we're gonna get to our my biggest problem on this team okay. uh, here in a moment. But Malachi. This was okay, your worst okay. game, worst game by far. Wasn't even close. It
1: it was his worst game by far. It, yeah, he wasn't the he wasn't the only problem, and he wasn't the only problem in the secondary. Clint, can we get to the worst? I'm
0: Daniel. We we agree on this. This is an
1: agreement. Now, if you don't believe this, dog fan, it is. You're not. Yeah, you don't like it. You don't believe it. I understand. Sure. You don't want to hear it. You're but not ready this, to hear it.
0: What we're about to say is absolute truth because Bullard has ascended and he's playing incredible football right now.
1: If, if, you were, if you were wringing your hands about the Dan Jackson injury, which everyone should be upset about the Dan Jackson injury for the kid, but if you were wringing your hands about the Dan Jackson injury, you've not spent enough time watching 22 play football because Javon Bullard is stepping in admirably. Bonafide stuff. He's playing great. Kamari Lassiter is playing great. Speaking Balling of young kids. Balling out. My goodness. Not out over his skis. Not, no. The moment's nope. not too big for him. Got an absolutely some bogus call. I guess, oh, my but, gosh. I, that was but trash. Played great. Has been playing great. Is getting better every week. Chris Smith, yeah. we already talked about, is an animal. He is a monster. First-round draft pick type of player on the back
0: end he Daniel, he might, really quick because he might be the most complete safety that kirby has had
1: he could be okay sorry he I, could be so so all but of the guys we there. thought mm-hmm. was going to anchor this secondary keely ringo has been the worst player in the secondary nay the worst player on the defense this Hands year and, guys and if you want to argue Please tell me which player has been worse than him. Because there ain't one. It's, he He doesn't, he's not bad. Nope. Neither Clint say nor that. I are saying he's bad. He made some good plays tonight. He made some, he was in position several times. He made some plays. He came off his man in the end zone. Went, almost intercepted that ball, made a great play at it. Really read the quarterback's eyes. Made a great play. But when you get him one-on-one down the field, mm. he doesn't look ready to make a play defending the ball. He's not getting beat. Nope. He's just getting beaten to the ball. Yeah. Consistently over and over and over again. This is a
0: really weird thing. And and I watched this on tackling. You you mentioned Laster. Last thing, when he comes up and runs support, the guy is looking for violence. Okay, He's ready to hit you. he is yeah. ready to hit you. When Keely Ringo comes up and runs support right it's now, it's not the same. He doesn't want any business of what's happening. No. Now, I only bring that up to say there's a disinterest when you are in phase when you're running with somebody and you're getting beat to the ball. Th- that's not that's not speed being a problem. That's not technique being a problem. That's it's, literally just desire and it's determination. Not and will. It's not.
1: No. Yeah, it's. It is just, he's just making poor plays on the ball, and he's just not putting himself in a position to get to and, and finish the defense of the pass. He's doing everything up until the ball arrives at the receiver's hands, at which point it feels like consistently, time after time this year, He just stops or he he mistimes his jump or he reaches but misses the ball. Like the ball goes literally through his hands and gets to the receiver. Or you
0: drop a sure pick six. You know, These are the things that are happening consistently.
1: And and if it happens one week, if it happens another week, you let it go. You've seen enough. You feel like you – but it's – dog fans, it's been consistent. And at this point – it is a concern. Keely Ringo is a concern. He's probably still better than Kamari Lasseter, technically. Like he's bet. I bet so. But it doesn't feel like he's better because the expectations you had for those two were so different. And Kamari's played so much above his. And Keely's played so much below his. That even though he might still be better, it doesn't feel... No, it feels like he's worse
0: effect on the game, Daniel, which again, talking about when two football teams come together and perform actions of football, it's a football game. Mm -hmm. When you have talent and skill, it's how you affect the game. And if you affect the game neutrally or, or negatively, Keely Ringo is affecting this game neutrally or negatively. Kamari Lasseter affecting our defense very, very
1: positively. Yeah. Um, It's something to, I mean, it's just something to watch. The defensive front, especially, we're going to get to Nolan Smith, but Clint, he's out. It's not good. It's not Look, going to be no, good. You, don't,
0: you don't know. I, I tried to explain a separation and a
1: subluxation to you. We don't know. Listen, if Kirby says it might be separated, why in the world would he say that? why would he say that if it it wasn't separated
0: if it was separated he would not be able to stand on the sidelines and cheer leading up to halftime he wouldn't be able to
1: i mean i think you're discounting how much stronger nolan smith is than you but (laughs) it's not uh it's that notwithstanding, the defensive front looks ready they look great The secondary is now, I would say, back to being a concern. With the way we saw Malachi play today and the way we've seen Keeley play, I think you have to say, are there weak spots on this Georgia team? Yes, there are. Where are they? They're not in the front four. They're not in the middle three. They're on the back end. Isn't that so bizarre, Daniel? It's bizarre. We started We've the season with that complete inversion. circle. Here's, just, here's the
0: deal. Now a little preview up for this week of podcasts. Yes, we got Tennessee.
1: Daniel, do you understand what Tennessee tries to do on a regular basis to set up pendant hooker? Tennessee fans are here in the comments. They could let you know in the okay. comments. There. You
0: let me know that you actually love power running and, and they do. Uh-huh. Like again. It, they do. They do. They do. Uh, we held Florida the one of the better rushing mm-hmm. attacks. To yep. one yard per carry in the first half, Daniel.
1: Yep, but they don't run that tempo. It's that tempo. Oh, they don't run that speed. They don't have that speed. They don't hit you with the mustard the way that Tennessee does. You know, what well, I mean? look,
0: it's it's almost as if there's just golf balls raining down from they, on
1: high. That is correct.
0: That's how it's like. It.
1: That's what it's like when Small and and Hooker come at you. Which sounds like just the worst movie that you could ever, ever rent. Ever rent. You
0: you got that. You rent that. You have some explaining to do somebody. You,
1: it shows up on the credit card receipt. Somebody's going to be asking some questions. Somebody's going to be asking some. It says here this was a. No. Okay.
0: I was just. I was just. They look, do I was love just to run the ball to
1: set up that. They love to. They love to. They love to run that to set up that. Um. Outside pass again. It's going to be an interesting week of discussion here. I think we're, I think we're maybe still coming at this game from two different perspectives, but we've got a lot of we got a lot of discussion to have. Oh yeah. Um, Tennessee fans, you're going to love us. Georgia fans, you're going to hate us. Yes. Or Georgia fans, you're going to hate us for loving our team. And Tennessee fans, you're going to love us for hating and doubting your team. See, it could go either way, Clint. Oh, I see if what you're we doing. Say I see what you're nice doing. Nice things about Georgia, Georgia uh-huh. fans hate us.
0: They do. They really do.
1: If we say bad things about Georgia, holy hell, Georgia fans hate us. They
0: do. They really do.
1: And and so it really won't matter you're going to be entertained one way or the other.
0: This is why the loyal third segment listener is right here hearing the diatribe that we're
1: giving them. Not right gurus, not insiders. We are just monkeys here to amuse you. <laughs> like, it's just, we are just, we are out here. I had this idea, Clint. Um, we're still,
0: we're I had still this going?
1: I- no, I had this idea, 35 minutes in. I had this idea. What if we do this, Clint? Okay. Now listen, listen. I'm, I came I'm up listening. with this. I came up with this. Hold I have on. a lot of great ideas. <laughs> I have a look, lot of great ideas. If you
0: guys don't understand that every good idea this podcast has ever had starts with Daniel,
1: just so that's just what if okay. What if we try to get the host of Locked on Tennessee okay. to come on here? Hold on. And then we have a discussion with him okay. about okay. the game. What if we did that? I would say, Daniel, look,
0: I would say... I would have to mandate that. It's, I am mandating that happens this week.
1: Well, we don't have to, but we no, have to. It I'm feels like we have to do have that. To. I'm oh. saying you have to. Oh, I see. All right. Well, we'll shoot for that then. Okay, we'll try let's to do, do that. that. All right, we'll do that. All right. We'll be back this week for a full week of pods here on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. See you.